welcome back to the Cashflow Pirate Podcast number 13. It's been a couple of weeks since the last episode, um, which you may remember was called Can You Make Money Following an Online Course? Not the shortest title in the world, but you know, it makes sense. So in that, if you haven't listened to it, you should listen to it because this is really going to be a, just a, a follow-up to that episode. As I said, I would give an update on um, how it went. So this is it. I did want to get this out a little bit earlier, but I've had uh, I've just moved house, so I'm I'm in the new place now. But I've also had uh, some bad health issues with uh, some gallbladder problems and gallstones and all sorts of hassle. So it's been a bit chaotic, but hey, you just got to keep going. So here I am. So let's just get straight into the the update for the last episode. I was following, again, just a brief overview, I was following an online course that concentrated on dropshipping and how to source products for dropshipping, build a store on Shopify, and then sell them, create Facebook ads and sell them. So that's what I was doing. So I found my niche that I wanted to concentrate on. Um, I went for, I, I can't actually, I should have listened to the last episode myself before I listened to this, uh, recorded this. Uh, I can't remember if I told you what I was doing, but the niche I chose was uh, parenting and child type stuff. Just because oh, I've, I'm I'm a dad again recently. The last so I've got a 16 month old girl um, plus a 13 year old boy, but uh, so it's been a bit of a long gap. Uh, so I just thought we're buying loads. When you're a parent, I tell you what, you buy some really weird, random stuff in the hope that it just makes your life 1% easier because it, everything seems to be hard work. So I went with, let's go online. So I went online to find some products, to find a niche. And I was kind of found myself drawn to, as a lot of parents probably will be, drawn to products that just make things a little bit easier for you. So I thought, well, I've got some experience in that. I'm interested in some of these products, so I'll concentrate on, on that. So I chose... Uh, the three products I chose to concentrate on were, it's going to be hard to explain this over a podcast, but um, I'll try and um, Instagram some pictures out for you. Uh, one was a, like a hip seat, so uh, it's just a strap that goes around your waist and it has like a little foam seat on your hip, so when you're holding your baby, you just rest the baby on the seat a little bit so it takes the weight off of your, your hip and you stop leaning over, you've got that parent lean that you end, you end up getting after a few months and it really really hurts your back and it's not good for you so this thing just takes it just takes a little bit of the weight off of your back and and moves it down and straightens your back up so i thought that's that's pretty cool it was pretty cheap um so i listed that up and did an advert for that again to make the advert this is probably my weakest point to make the advert i just use canva and i have some like facebook post um templates for you to use so you open the template, so it's the exact size for Facebook. And then I just dragged in a couple of the pictures that came with the product on um, AliExpress via Obelo. It sounds pretty confusing. I should record a video for this. So I pulled in a couple of pictures. I put them onto the um, onto Canva.com, which is, a, again, if you don't know, it's just like a, a free desktop publishing graphics uh, website type again just go there if you want to create anything for any platforms 
be that Twitter, Facebook, you know, any promotional stuff, posters. It, it's fantastic. You can just it's just drag and drop shapes and words. Really easy. So I went there. I created my little picture with my couple of different shots of the of the hip seat, and then I wrote a little bit of text just saying, you know, limited offer, whatever it was, child hip seat, save your back from the parent lean, etc., etc., uh, and then just um, save that, and then upload it to Facebook ads, and then the Facebook ads is a whole different world. Once you start going into that, there's so many, man. There's so many variables, it's unbelievable. Uh, so you have to you upload your picture, you have to select what type of advert you want. So whether that is a like a stationary, just a picture advert, which I'm sure you've all seen on Facebook, just a picture of a product and then a buy now button. Or you can create a video. But for a video, you really need to have the product because you need to be, you need to do a proper video, really. So if you can get the product in, shoot a little video of how you're using it, you know, speed it up a bit so you can fit more in. You've probably seen those adverts as well. Um, and another one, I think it's like a carousel with pictures, which you know, I suppose you can do, but I had no interest in doing the others, so I just went with a standard picture that I created in Canva. I created a, a again, so many words, a, a campaign um, for, that, for that seat in Facebook. I created an ad for it, which was focused on this is where you set your target market. So you select who you're targeting. So I was targeting people in America. I was talking, targeting people who spoke English just because it's easier because my advert was in English. Um, I targeted par parents. Again, there's a very broad range. And this is kind of where it gets a bit weird because it's very hard. You, you really want to target people that are going to be interested but it's very hard to know which people are going to be interested until you've run some ads one of the things i've learned is this probably would work by the way i can see how this would work but for me the biggest thing i've learned from doing this course so far is messing around with facebook ads it's unbelievable the, the amount of variables and stuff you can learn just by trying stuff out you know you know yes it costs you money but we're talking three, four pounds at a time here. It's not crazy. And if you haven't got loads of money every month, then just try one. It's not ideal, obviously, but just try one advert a month. You can spare three or four pounds a month, surely. You know, so just just try that. Um, you can just do one ad a month and see how it goes. Um, ideally, you want to be doing several ads at a time, you know, regularly to speed it up, obviously. So around this ad. I targeted those people, like I said, I, I left it as all parents, male or female, age range, 18 to 60. I just thought, well, in case grandparents want to buy it for their, for their kids. Uh, and then I let it run for four days. And the results I had, it was really weird. Like some days I'd have, you know, 10, 20 visits to the website. Uh, no one bought anything. I, no, I haven't had any purchases. So, and then other days I'd have, I'd have no hits at all. Um, you can see all your stats. Here. I use Shopify, so you can see all your stats in the Shopify dashboard. It's, it's really easy to see, and re and Google Analytics as well if you set that up, which you should. Uh, so I thought, okay. So after four or five days, I turned that off. I think I only spent, I think I spent seven pounds on that, um, and I had a few. And actually, had a few people because obviously you've got to link it to a Facebook page. So I had a few people comment on the Facebook post that it went with. 
uh, saying this is really good and how does this work. So that was quite interesting. Um, so I made sure I replied to them and obviously encouraged the people who were, who were complimentary about the product. Not from me, like I said, from wherever else they bought it from. I made sure I interacted with them, uh, liked their liked their um, their comment because it just adds interaction stats for Facebook because they see that that post is actually worthwhile. Uh, so the more people you can get commenting on it, and again, friends and family, get your friends and family to comment on it. Oh, this looks interesting. Tagging other people. That's what Facebook looks for: interaction. So yeah, so bear that in mind. So that was the first product. The second product was a. It was a, like a big hoodie, again, wrong time of year for this really. It was a big hoodie, but it had like a kangaroo pouch in the front for your baby. So <laughs> it looked awesome. I mean, you know, I'd be keeping biscuits in there if, if I'm honest, but you, <laughs> it's supposed to keep babies in. So it's just a big hoodie with a big kangaroo pouch in the front. And then you just slot the baby in and, and then the baby just sort of rests on your chest so you can sleep with it and it keeps it warm. Really nice idea. So again, I've done exactly the same. I ran same audience that I set up on the previous advert, so parents between 18 and 60, living in America, etc. So I kept that variable all the same. They were all the same. And all I did was change the product. Um, and again, that had very similar results. I spent almost, almost identical results. But I think I had a few more hits. I think I had a few more hits on the seat. So that was it. Um, so that was that one. Again, no sales on that one. The third one was a pop-up, you know, like those pop-up tents that you just, you know, like the kids have, you just, you know, they're like made of like nylon and you just unfold it and it just springs into life. Kind of like the, um, like the washing baskets that you have that you just spring open. It, it was a, it was a, it was a pop-up tent, waterproof pop-up tent for babies. And where you sit in the middle, the baby sits, it had like a little, like a little tiny paddling pool so it was a few inches deep where you could just pour water in and it had like a roof over it. So And it had the sides were open. Well, you could close them, but they were open. And then you could take it to the beach or in your house or the garden. And then your baby could just sit in a little puddle of water, playing in the water, really shallow, really small. But they'd still be outside feeling the fresh air. And it actually looked really nice. And I that's a pretty cool idea. So again, I did exactly the same. And guess what? Exactly the same results. So as you can see, I started thinking, okay, so maybe it's the audience that I'm targeting and not the right people because I'm not getting enough people to click on it, which means either the product is not interesting enough, which I feel it kind of was interesting enough because, I don't know, I think they were pretty cool products. Uh, but of course, well, you know, people not clicking tells you that it's not popular. But I was, I was happy with the product. I thought they're good enough to get more clicks than this. So the other thing is, who am I targeting? It might be the problem. So I went kind of broad on the sense that, you know, just parents between certain, you know, very, very wide range. So maybe I need to, I need to focus in and do, find out if you, in Facebook, if you go to the audience uh, insights section in the ad section, again, if you've never done it, this won't mean anything to you. But there's an audience insights section. And what that does, you type in your keywords. So if I'm typing in babies or parenting or something like that, it will then tell you people in that group, what pages do they like? So what are the most liked pages within the 
people who list themselves as parents are, which, as you can probably guess, is invaluable, really. So when I put in parenting, there was a couple of pages. Um, I think Pampers, the, the you know, for nappies, I think Pampers were up there as one of the pages people liked. So what you can do now is run the same ad again, leave everything, so let's go back to the hip seat. You can run exactly the same hip seat ad, same picture, same goals, as it were, but then just target people who like the Pampers page. So you can actually niche down and go right down to saying, only people that like the, the page Pampers will see my advert. Um, and then again, or any other, any other big, again, that's a very, that's a huge page Pampers, that's massive, that's millions of people. So maybe you want to find something, maybe it's more funny parenting moment pages or something like that. And then you can target just that page. So only people that, you know it's parents that are seeing it specifically. So that's where I'm at. So no sales, but I think what it has, like I said before, what it has taught me is it's invaluable to just mess around with Facebook ads because there's so much to it. So many tiny little variables that you can do. Uh, that if you do plan on, on using Facebook ads, to, it's very similar to Instagram as well, by the way, obviously same company, so um, if you do plan on, on selling something, even if it's not dropshipping, it can be anything. I mean, we're talking about if you want to sell your own items on, on your own website, you want to create yourself, anything at all, anything that you're selling on a website, you want to create an advert for on Facebook, this Doing this is actually a fantastic way of learning how it all works because I haven't had to create a product, so I haven't had to go through it. I can skip the having to create a product idea. Uh, using this course that I used helped me set, um, set Shopify up with all the little tiny weird settings that you have to do that no one tells you about and like how to offer free shipping. For example, how to offer free shipping. You can't actually do that on Shopify. You can't. There's not a button that just says free shipping, done. No. You have to put in. Okay, I'm not going to go into it, but you have. To, but you have to put in a weight for every product that you import. So, you, so then, then you have to set a class that says anything that's. Again, the weight is arbitrary. It means nothing. So anything that I've put has a weight of 0.1 kilos. Uh, receives shipping cost of zero pounds. Yeah, and then any other products you don't want to give free shipping away on, you have to put them as 0.2 kilos. And then it picks up, oh, 0.2 kilos, that must mean you want the standard shipping service. It's ridiculous. But again, without watching someone do it, it wouldn't make any sense. You'd never figure that out in a million years. So that was definitely very valuable. So like I said, the process of finding, so I found a product, I managed to set a Shopify store up, import the products via the Obelo app that I explained earlier that comes within Shopify. Uh, so I've imported my products. Got my products on the website, and do you, know, do you know what? That is actually the easy bit. The hard bit is the next stage: is the Facebook ads. So it's definitely worth just getting these remote products for drop shipping, sticking them into a Facebook ads, and then just learning how Facebook ads work. Um, I've learned loads already. Just even like using, you know, you've got to set up your pixel, which is the bit of code that you put onto your website from Facebook that records all the data for you. So you must have the pixel set up, otherwise you're not gonna be recording anything, which is no good to you because you wanna know what's happening. 
so understand how the pixel works, how the business manager works, how the audience insights works, um, everything. Really interesting, uh, but you kind of, there's no point in going into too much detail on here because you really do need to see someone do it. So you need a video, you need to, you know, there's loads online, loads of free ones online. You don't need to buy a course on Facebook ads. You can do, I suppose, but there's so much free information. Uh, but the problem is it, it changes so much. Facebook change stuff so often. You really have to kind of keep up to date with it. Yeah, so that's it. That's where I'm at. So I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep looking for products or change. I mean, I may even look into paying someone on Fiverr to create an advert for a product for me. I might try that route. So if I take a new product, I'll, I'll send it to Fiverr and say, look, I need an advert for Facebook. Here's the pictures. Create something nice for me. That may be more beneficial um, because, again, like I said before, I am so not very creative. It's horrendous. I'm the least creative person in the world. So I've always struggled with that. And copy as well. It may well be worth I mean, again, I know you're spending money here, but it may well be worth paying a copywriter to write some ad copy for you, um, which I found very interesting. I've actually been reading a really interesting um, book at the moment about copywriting and persuasive writing. It's, it's amazing what, what you read in your everyday life that you have no idea is a sales pitch, or you have no idea that the bit you thought was advertising to you wasn't. It was the second bit. It's it's crazy. It's amazing. Copywriting is fantastic. If you can master copywriting and Facebook ads, there's no way you're not going to make money. And unfortunately, I'm I'm terrible at both of these. So <laughs> this might be a long series of podcasts. So yeah. So yeah. So look at those. Look at understanding Facebook ads definitely, and look at copywriting techniques because that will help you no end in the future. So that's it. So that is my update on the. Can you make money following an online course? I will continue next time. I will give you an update on, on how it's going because I'm still going. I have still been working on my um, Backyard Goat website, my motorcycle brand. I have what I've decided, what I've actually done now, I, again, I can't remember where I've got up to updates. So I've changed it now. So what I'm doing with the Backyard Goat is I'm selling custom designs that I'm, I'm thinking of a design, going to my designer, a guy just I found on Fiverr again. Uh, but now I'm using him outside of Fiverr, so I'm just paying him uh, $40 each design, which is actually pretty good because he hand draws all this stuff. It's amazing. So I pay him $40. I come up with an idea. It can be a picture. It can just be a bit of text, whatever I think. And I say to him, look, I want, I want it to look roughly like this. Can you make something? He says, yep. He disappears for a couple of days, comes back normally with something pretty awesome. I'm very lucky. So take a design. Paying forty dollars, he sends me all the files I want and all the edits I want. It's just great. Uh, I then upload it, and then I'm using upload it to my. I've got a Shopify. I'm actually playing around. I've actually got two backyard goat websites. I'm playing around to see which I like more. I've actually got a Shopify backyard goat, which is for the UK market. So I'm as I'm using print on demand. So every time someone buys something, it gets printed and shipped from the from the third party company. It gets shipped to the customer. I don't hold any stock. Um, but it's very hard to have a worldwide version of this because it depends where your third-party company is based. So you need to um, think about that. So the company I've chosen are Incredible, are the, are the company I've chosen for my UK market. So they, if I sell a T-shirt, they print it and they send it to my customer, and they're in the UK. So it's normally, you know, 
four or five days turnaround from ordering, which obviously is not ideal. I'd like to hold the stock myself, but that is upfront cost, which I don't have at the moment. So that's okay for the moment. People are okay with that. Um, again, as long as you state in the description, it may take three or four or five days to arrive. Most people are okay with that. Um, and then I also have a, a WordPress website, which has all the like US market, US Canada type market. Um, so I'm just debating. I can't decide, if I'm honest, which platform I like more. Uh, I do love, for ease, it's definitely Shopify. Shopify is by far the easiest. If you're looking at setting up a store, just go to Shopify. It's $29 a month for the basic package, but you'll get everything you need in the basic package. You don't need to spend more than that. If, you, if you're doing big numbers, maybe you do, but you don't. But so $29 a month, simple as anything to set up, and it just works. Everything works. Everything's updated all the time. You don't have to do anything once it's done. WordPress, again, you might pay £50 a year for the hosting, but you can have 20 websites on that. 20 WordPress websites on that for the, for the one price, which obviously is way better. And you can customize the hell out of WordPress. You can't customize anything on Shopify. So that is the difference. But WordPress, it's a lot more fiddly. Um, it really depends on which hosting you choose as well. So that makes a big difference on WordPress. So there's a lot more to it for WordPress. Um, and you've got to do the updates yourself unless you pay someone. It is. But yeah, anyway, so I'm still playing around with which one I prefer more. Uh, so I'm still sorting it out. But I've been doing a lot of trying to be very active on Instagram on, on the Backyard Goat. So commenting on people's pages, you know, commenting on their posts. Um, and I've actually started to get a bit of traffic on that now, which I'm finding quite interesting. So, um, so what I've decided to do is I'm now offering, I'm giving away 50% of my profit. Because there's, the reason why is there's lots of like motorcycle custom apparel companies. There's loads, and they're all quite similar, if you're on this. There's always things with skulls on, things with spanners on, you know, black and white. They're, they're everywhere, they're everywhere. Very hipstery. Um, so I didn't want to just create another one. I wanted to do something a bit different. So I've decided to give 50, I'm sponsoring certain people and then giving them 50% of any T-shirt sales that I get. It's a bit confusing, I know, but it makes sense if you, if I explain it all. Um, but what I may do, I may look at choosing a charity, like maybe a couple of charities a year, and then just donating 50% of my profits to that. Because, one, it looks good at the end of the day. For, for If you're buying a t-shirt and it says 50% of our profits go to charity, and you know maybe a biker-related charity, so people who are injured in bike accidents, um, you know people who have lost people in accidents. Of course, I want to help those people, absolutely. But it also has the benefit of just looking good. So that's what I'm doing with that. So that's going okay. Um, and that is very, I find that very interesting as well. So that, that helps a lot, really does. Um, what other things have I got? Um, so, okay, let's move on to the next section. I'll, I'll even put a little jingle for you. Here we go. Okay, there we go. So the next section will be, what have I sold? What have I done? What have I made any money this month? What have I done? So a couple of bits I've sold. I late oh, late last year, you probably if you follow me on Instagram, Cashflow Pirate, make sure you follow me. I posted up a picture of a set of three Game of Thrones books um, that I bought yeah late last year in a in a book in a charity bookshop actually in in Guildford, and they were first edition 
book UK book club editions is what they were and I actually paid 149 pounds for them so 150 quid basically I paid for those um, and I thought with Game of Thrones coming to an end and the final series coming out I thought they might be popular so I had them for a while and I kept I kept forgetting to list them which is a big mistake should have listed them straight away I kept waiting 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 eventually I listed them and where did I list them? I listed them on Facebook at first um, and then on eBay. Uh, so eventually they sold a few days, well, recording this a few days a week ago, I sold them and they actually sold for 255 I think they sold for, um, plus fees. I, I think I come out with about £70 profit out of that. That was, so that was quite nice. That was, that was nice timing considering I'm unable to work at the moment. So I really need to sell stuff because... Yeah, money's not, not good when you're not working. So £70 for that, that was not very nice. Um, we also sold, what else did I sell? Um, I had some old, again, I used to be a, well, I used to be, I am a big like retro game collector. So I posted on Facebook one of my consoles. I actually posted quite a few up, actually. I had quite a few listed. And then a few days later, a guy said to me, oh, hey there, I've been uh, recommended you by someone, I'm like, what? So it actually turns out, small world, that a friend of mine, Steve, hello Steve, he sold this guy something via the Facebook. It was a game item and he sold this guy a Facebook item and then, and he said, oh, if you want more stuff, then my friend is actually selling his collection, uh, me being the friend. Uh, so he recommended my, look up, look up my name and see what I was selling. So the guy actually contacted me and said, oh, hi, I hear you've got some stuff for sale. So. There you go. So he came and bought that, and in the end, he actually bought £500 worth of retro stuff from me, which was amazing. Moving house. I was just moving house, I was. So to have £500 back in my pocket was fantastic. So thank you, Steve. I appreciate the uh, the, uh, the tip there. Uh, so I sold those. Um, what else have I sold? Um, I sold another game on eBay the other day. Um, a game I've had for years. I sold that for £33. So that was pretty good. So I posted that out, and I think, I think that's it. Apart from, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it for, for for selling items. What have you guys been working on? I need to know what. what how's your your hunt for money going? Have you um, set up any? Have you set yourself up any Shopify sites? Have you sold stuff on eBay? Um, how's your charity shop hunting going? All these questions. I need to know. I'm still checking the charity shops. Um, I've had a few people ask but the problem is I've actually sold a few things and people have said oh can I collect this and then realized it's at the old address where I've moved from so, <laughs> so I'm like oh no so I've actually missed out on a couple of sales because I forgot to move my location so yeah I'd love to hear what you guys are up to and how you get on please come and find me please please contact me please email in richard at cashflowpiratepodcast.com you can find me on Instagram cashflowpirate Twitter Facebook page come and join let me know what's going on. Uh, and then that is about it for this, this episode. So I'll leave it there. Thank you for joining me. And I'll see you on episode number 14, whenever that is, hopefully soon. Ciao for now. Goodbye.